Hello and welcome to the second podcast in our series. We are delighted today to have Anand Butch join us to talk about NetSapiens and really talk around the soft switch market. We're doing these podcasts in the run-up to our CloudCom Summit in Washington on the 11th and 12th of September and look forward to seeing you all there. So, uh, Anand, I'd, I'd like to welcome you to the podcast. Um, most of our listeners will know who NetSapiens are, but there might be someone there who don't know you so well. So, Tetsu, could you just give us a quick introduction of yourself and NetSapiens? Sure, sure. I appreciate it. Thank you, uh, first and foremost, for, for having me. I look forward to seeing you here at uh, one of the CloudCom Summit events that's coming up here uh, shortly. But uh, again, my name is Anand Butch. Thanks for having me on. I'm one of the co-founders and the CEO of NetSapiens. At NetSapiens, what we do is we provide a, a UCAS enablement platform for service providers who want to compete in the markets for anywhere from you know basic hosted PBX all the way up to uh, CPaaS and Contact Center as a service. But again, we're kind of a core technology platform, historically referred to as a soft switch. We currently power about 150 service providers worldwide, predominantly in the United States, with, with a handful outside of the United States and growing. And we allow them to, to, to compete in the UCAS markets in the, in the uh, cloud communication space. Thanks for that introduction there. So, we talked around the soft switch piece there. It's, it's quite a crowded market now, the number of soft switch providers that there are out there. What's enabled NetSapiens to really stand out and grow in the market? Yeah, so that's a, that's a great question. When we, I, I think the biggest differentiator for us is really the, the notion of flexibility, both from a feature standpoint, feature functionality standpoint. However, also on top of that, more importantly, it's it's been the business model. If you if you look at to your point, the, the competitive environment really from the end user retail service provider perspective is is the one that is actually incredibly crowded. And so there's a requirement for a lot of differentiation for all of these providers to be able to provide valuable services to the end user and everything is becoming much more focused on bespoke and customer experience. And to, to be able to do that and to maintain a profitable business with sufficient margins, you, you know, you need, you need a flexible platform, not only from a feature functionality standpoint, but also from a business model standpoint. And so one of the things that stands us out uh, typically and, and has uh, now take, gained a lot of traction in the marketplace is we've been focused on really usage-based or concurrent session-based licensing models that, that really put the power into the hands of our service providers so that they can compete in the marketplace. I think that that's really interesting point, the, the usage charging instead of on a user basis. We're starting to see more and more models emerge like that, moving beyond kind of the traditional pay per user, pay for a block of minutes as well. So yeah, it'd be fascinated to see how, how that industry trend continues going forward. So the industry is kind of going through a great deal of change in other areas as well. And if, if you were a service provider, what areas would you be looking at differentiating yourself? as the competition increases, as you highlighted, obviously there's a lot of competition out there. So what areas are we looking at? So, so I, I think the, you know, the, the biggest areas, and, I, and I've said this for, for quite some time and we're continuing to see that, is to really truly understand, pe people talk about bundling and putting together multiple services, so on and so forth. But just to reemphasize that piece is really understanding the use cases that exist either in verticals within your service provider space or where you've been getting wins as a service provider 
the key things, whether it be at, at the, you know, transport and basic features is kind of table stakes now. And now what you're looking at is, is the ability to really figure out, okay, what is the best integration of both communication services and say back office systems or specific use cases in a specific vertical uh, or a specific subsect segment of, of use cases. And so I think it's critical for service providers to be able to really truly understand what I would say bubbles up in their market space to differentiate them as a, as a really a, a, a boutique high touch provider of services or rather than just a commodity provider of you know retail hosted PBX, for example. Yeah, I, I'd agree on that point. I think there is there is a market in the SME for uh, kind of a mass market product, which isn't really tailored towards anything else. But again, that product has to be fairly differentiated from outside the market. So you can't continue with just the same products and features that you were doing two, three years ago. You're having to continue to innovate on this. Do you think that other organizations, you touched on the point of verticals, do you think that we're going to see other organizations who perhaps work in a certain vertical, they're going to start entering our industry and becoming service providers in their own right? Oh, yeah, no question about it. In fact, we, we see that a lot in, in our marketplace. I think it's what drives a, a lot of our purpose is to incubate as many service providers as we can because you know my, my belief is that, again, because of the, the unique requirements of the end user space, be it in a vertical market, be it quite honestly, even in, in consumer markets for that matter, when I say consumer, I speak to consumers on one side are still operating businesses on the other side, but their sophistication and their expectation of how they want to use tools and technology in, in my belief has created the need, if you will, for these clusters of service providers. And, and so we see that in the 150 providers that we have. We continue to try to foster that and promote that as much as possible, because at the end of the day, it's having these unique service providers drive value to the end user so that it can drive a lot of choice to the end user. So, so to your point, absolutely. I, I think, again, not only because that's what drives our business, but that, that's really been at the premise of what we've done as a, as a company is to try to enable these providers, if you will, to to create these unique applications. That being said, the, to, to your point, yeah, there's, there's folks that you would typically not consider service providers that are getting into the service business. And I think it points to both a need in the market and also a need in the value chain for sustainability. We're really interested in kind of that ongoing role of the service provider and how they operate in this space going forward. And I think there's going to be more and more competition coming in from non-typical competition as well. So we're really fascinated to keep an eye on that. And uh, we're, we're really excited to have you speaking on the panel, actually, uh, talking around uh, what platform choice should a, a service provider take? Do they need to take a, do they need to uh, build their own platform nowadays or should they be working with a partner like yourself? And we've got a number of different vendors on that panel as well. So I'm really looking forward to a, a good conversation on that going forward in Washington. So uh, I heard that you've also recently joined the board of the CCA, which uh, Matt Talon from Cavell is also a, a member of the board there. How important do you think the CCA is to the industry? It's, it's been growing from strength to strength in terms of users and in terms of businesses that are part of the CCA. But uh, what role do you think they play and how do you think that's going to change going forward? So, so first of all, yeah, I, I um, was, was honored to be a, 
added to the board. And I think what's exciting for me is, you know, having been in this converged space and seeing these service providers continue to develop, there's been a lot of convergence. You know, we talk about convergence in general, and we've been, it seems like we've been talking about it for more than a decade now. However, now you're starting to see the associations associated with these service providers starting to, to build the critical, critical mass. And so I, I think that the thing that excites me the most about it is having been in the market as long as we have and, and really kind of taking a, uh, an industry viewpoint from the standpoint of it is to you know, represent groups like this, if you will, as a collective, because there are many other associations out there. The, the CCA in general is a, is a very, very interesting one. Obviously, you know, a lot of credit goes to you know, folks like Mike Tesler at, at Broadsoft who kicked off the CCA with some of his partners with Polycom and so on and so forth. And now you have a number of other vendors. And from an industry perspective, I think it's very, very important that there's an opportunity to share back best practices and to, and to build an ecosystem that we can all collectively leverage each other to, uh, to continue to build better products for the industry and push the industry in the direction that we would like to, to take it. And so I, I see it as, a, as, as an opportunity to, to hopefully bring some expertise and know-how from the stuff that we've developed, but really take, uh, again, not a vendor perspective, but take a, a, a very kind of, if you will, agnostic approach to the industry as a whole and say, okay, what do we want to do collectively? And, and, and the CCA plays a big role in that. They've, they've grown year over year. And the types of providers is a very unique, as, as you spoke about a little, a little while ago here, is that the types of providers and the entrance into the market continues to get more and more fra- fragmented and differentiated. And so organizations like this play a big role, I believe, in bringing those parties together, both from a vendor standpoint, from a service provider standpoint, to, to really push both a lot of day-to-day best practices, but again, also try to push kind of industry standards as we go forward. You've probably seen a lot of work done by the CCA with respect to regulatory aspects and compliance with, you know, with respect to robocalling and things of that nature. So there's that aspect. But again, I think having a forum for folks to, to really say, look, this is what we stand for as a group is critical. And, uh, and I think it'll continue to pay a pretty big role in the industry as we go forward. I think that's, that's a, a great summing up of what the CCA can, uh, can enable is bringing together what the industry wants and using that as a collective voice for lobbying and for making sure that we're, we're still working the, the same way as customer. And it was one of the reasons we started up the Cloudcom Summit event business was we wanted to get bring all the providers together to share experiences to help them understand what's going on in the market and to cooperate. I think we're still at under 20% penetration of cloud into PBX in most markets that we're looking at. So we still got a long way to go and a long way to grow as well. So we're really excited to help those service providers and vendors really realize what, what what's in it in the future and how, how they're going to grow going forward. So glad you, you're taking part and uh, bring your viewpoints and your expertise to the table as well. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's a it's an exciting opportunity, and I think it it shows in general where the industry is going. And you hit it right on the head. I mean, this we're still early on, even though I've been in the space for more than a decade, easily coming coming on two decades now. The, the fact of the matter is, is that there's still a lot of work to be done, and so and and there's power in numbers.
Agreed. Well, and, and I think that's that's our time up there. Can I thank you uh, very much for joining us on this? Um, we're really excited to uh, hear you speak in Washington on the 12th of September and look forward to uh, working with you going forward in the future. Thank you very much. I very much appreciate the, the opportunity and uh, I look forward to seeing you guys uh, in Virginia here soon. Fantastic. Thanks very much, guys. Uh, please stay tuned for information coming on our next podcast. Uh, we'll be doing a number before the event and look forward to seeing you in Washington. Thanks very much, everyone, and uh, see you all soon.